Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, I need to tell you something very important, and that is you need to stop this hating. Now, I know you do this hating. This is a classic with entrepreneurs. They do this hating every single day. But it's not the normal hating you'd expect to get as an entrepreneur. Because look, if you want some realism, you're going to get hate. You're going to get criticism. You're going to get trolls. You're going to get competitors setting up fake profiles. People setting up in, in competition against you with your IP. You know, when you help them and they'll give you no credit. You're going to get schemed. You're going to get scammed. You're going to get robbed. You're going to get screwed. You're going to get fucked. It's going to happen. There's going to be lies and defamation and trolling and hatred and vitriol just for you being who you are just for the size of your beard. But that hate is nothing. That hate is nothing compared to the hate that you give yourself. And I am quite shocked how many entrepreneurs, startup scale-ups, you know, people like us who want to be successful, who want to make a difference, how much we beat ourselves up. Why do we do that? It's such a paradox that we want a better life. We want to create a better life for our clients, our followers, our fans, our community members. We are committed on a lifelong journey of growth and personal development. This is the journey of an entrepreneur, yet we hate on ourselves. I was talking to a, a really good friend of mine who's also a client and an entrepreneur yesterday who cannot see the good things she has done. And I was talking to her uh, and every time I pointed out something she'd done well, she, me she immediately said, yeah, but, yeah, but, as in, yeah, but I'm no good at this. Yeah, but I'm not credible enough. Yeah, but I haven't been doing it for long enough. Yeah, but I, I, I've got, I'm, I'm chaos. Yeah, but there's no organization. Yeah, but I'm just figuring it out as I go along. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. And it was like for every good thing she'd done, she, she just couldn't own it and just didn't feel good enough hating on herself. Okay, not hate like a, a hater would, but actually thinking about it, I know I've hated on myself worse than any of my haters have ever hated on me because my haters don't hate on me. They hate on a version of me uh, that they, they, they think they understand, but they don't based on their own perception of me, based on their experience of what they think I represent, but they don't know who I am or what I represent. Yet when I hate on myself, I can't do this, I'm not good enough, I'm a failure, whatever, then I know myself sometimes. <laughs> so that can be the worst kind of hate. 
So Jim has said here, the life of a perfectionist. Absolutely. Perfectionism is mostly a curse, by the way. Okay, if you want, if you're a doctor or if you're a pilot, you know, a degree of perfectionism is very, very useful. But there comes a point where perfectionism is a curse, where nothing will ever be right, where, where you will never be good enough. And, you know, I speak to entrepreneurs every single day. I mean, every single day. Jack has just said there he does it to himself too. Why? Why do we do that? So, I mean, I must have spoken to eight or nine people yesterday who are entrepreneurs, you know, on the phone, one-to-one. Um, and I've probably uh, on spe- speaking to five or six a day now. And there's not one I've met yet who just picks up all their upsides and all the great things that um, they've done. And they don't pat themselves on the back and they don't reward and celebrate the things that they do well. They don't honour where they're at in their journey. I mean, let's be honest, most of you, my beard's clumping up, look. <laughs> See my little ponytail. <laughs> um, two years ago, those of you that are on your journey, two years ago, you'd probably be really grateful where you are now. You'd probably want to, probably want to be where you are now. Um, but you can't honour what you do well. So I've got a couple of little tips for you. The first thing is, every time you beat yourself up, lift yourself up. So if you say, ah, I messed up that launch, immediately say, but, you know, I I did this well and that well and this well. Each time you say to yourself that there's a skill you don't have, a trait that you're not very good at, immediately say to yourself, yeah, but I'm good at sales, I'm good at marketing, I'm good at this, I'm good at that. Because you have gifts and talents and skills. You really do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be on the journey that you're on. People look up to you and you don't know that. Or well, you do know that, but you don't acknowledge that. Tens, hundreds, thousands of people look up to you. And even if it was only one, that's great. So by all means, give yourself feedback. By all means, have a, a critical and sceptical view so that you can improve. By all means. Um, Jim has said our educational system has conditioned us this way. In a way, yes, because in a way we're conditioned. And by the way, entrepreneurs, I think, are often even worse. But often what we're conditioned to do is look at our mistakes, our failings and our flaws and correct those. Uh, whether it's working on your weaknesses. You know, most people don't say forget your weaknesses, just double down on your strengths to be like... 10 times better at those. Don't worry about your weaknesses, outsource them. You don't get taught to outsource your weaknesses at school. You know, really at school, you should have done one or two exams yourself and cheated by copying your friends on the rest and outsourcing those. That would have been good leverage, but of course you're not taught that. Um, But we we condition ourselves to um, look at what we can improve and, you know, evaluate what went wrong and try and improve our mistakes, which is a, a worthy pursuit. But what about looking at our strengths and double, doubling down on them? So I often say to my team, look, we shouldn't just go through with a fine tooth comb our mistakes to improve them. We should work out what worked, what we do well, what we do better than anyone else, where we've got skills and talents. And we should make sure we do that again and again and again and again, um, because Sometimes you're always trying to fix things and sometimes those things you're trying to fix aren't broken. And if you try to fix what isn't broken, you break what was fixed. So um, often people come to me and say, well, Rob, what should we do next time? And I said, well, I think it went well last time. So why don't we just do exactly the same? Why do we have to change? So you should be evaluating what you do well, your skills, your talents, your results, etc. Yes, for feedback and for growth, because by the way, sometimes to do the same thing again that worked is quite hard because people are always chopping it. And entrepreneurs, we're fiddlers, we're faffers, all got to change. You know, for example, if you have a PowerPoint presentation, you know, you have some kind of slides or content, you're always tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it. You nail it one time. You don't even give yourself that credit. Then you tweak it again, tweak it again, tweak it. And sometimes you can break it. So sometimes it's, oh, do you know what? That was really good. 
Hmm. And by the way, I speak this from experience. I only ever give you content from my experience, by the way. But I speak this from experience because I'm not so good at that too. So this message is as much for me as it is for you. You know, honouring what I'm good at, who I am. Um, and there are a couple of things yesterday that I thought. So I'm not particularly well planned, not particularly well organised. I'm not particularly great at research and due diligence. And, um, you know, for a good few years, I've, I've pressured myself to be like, you know what, I should get better at that. I should be more more organised, um, you know, take my time to plan and process and you know, way more research and diligence. I was talking to Derek Sivers, who said um, he admired this interviewer who just asks a question and shuts up. One short question, no ramble, asks another question, shuts up, does masses of research. And in that moment, I thought, oh, man, I don't do enough research for my interviews. Ugh. And then I stopped myself and I went, no, wait a minute. And I did this yesterday. I am who I am. I am not who I am not. And the fact that I don't do research means, well, I do do research, don't get me wrong, but the fact that I don't do anally deep research, maybe that's the wrong choice of words, um, means that I have time to do other things. It means that I'm probably more present. It means that whilst I might not have that tightness um, that some interviewers have, I probably have freedom and, and connection and rapport and presence that maybe they don't. And I've got business partners and, and staff and team members, loads of people who are brilliant at research. So why don't I let them do that? And why don't I be me? And it was really liberating yesterday to, to go, do you know what? I admire you for being like that, but that's not me. That's you. And I hat tip to you. And in another life, I'd like to be like that because I respect that about you. But this is me. This is who I am. And I'm cool with that. And that has great strengths too. For example, I'm doing this live no notes. There are no notes anywhere. I could have done 50 hours of research on hating yourself. And I could have had loads of notes and written a script. Or I can jump in the car and talk to you from the heart of really experiencing it myself and having conversations with entrepreneurs yesterday and even discussing some of these things with you on this live, you know, when you make your comments. Hmm. Now I am me and I'm good at this. This free-flowing speech coming from real experience, from the heart that's real. I'm good at that. You wouldn't follow me if I wasn't. If I did 50 hours of research and got the depth and minutiae of content and then started reading it on a script, you'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with Rob? (laughs) As he forgot his lines. So honouring who you are and picking out your strengths and patting yourself on the back for your wins, the small wins as well as the big wins, and being kind to yourself and forgiving yourself and not comparing yourself to other people and being you, unashamedly you, and having the the confidence and volition to go, do you know what, these are my weaknesses, I know. By the way, when you know your weaknesses, instead of it being, oh man, look at me, I'm shit, you can go, right, I know what to outsource now. (laughs) Job done, brilliant. Uh, but if you cannot pat yourself on your back, on the back and acknowledge your strengths and talents, then I think you're going to, going to be cursed as an entrepreneur, whereby it's never going to be good enough. And you're never going to find the, uh, you know, happiness is a big word with lots of definitions. Uh, you know, those temporary but hopefully frequent and regular feelings of I'm good enough, I've done well, I've, I'm valuable. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice 
or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts for any training that we might run, not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. Stop hating on yourself. Start loving yourself. Start respecting yourself. I think a great way to do that is to write down and to think about how far you've come. And yes, my, the strength of my beard is getting acknowledged. Look at this bad boy. I can make it go really wide if you want. Look at that. Look at that for a beast. Um, I think there's so many people out there, especially entrepreneurs and business owners, that are just so critical of themselves. It, wouldn't really, it really wouldn't matter what an external critic says. And I want to change that dialogue. So please, could you share this video and the podcast as you're listening uh, with as many people as possible? Please share it on your social media, because a lot of the mental health issues are coming from having a one-sided view of ourselves, a one-sided view of our results. I mean, if you think about personal development, a great um, mentality is um, you win or you learn. You earn or you learn. I, you never lose. You never fail. You win or you learn. There is no failure. There is only feedback. You never make mistakes because you are who you are and you can't retrospectively go back and change something. Therefore, it was supposed to be how it was supposed to be. It happened for a reason. Therefore, it was not a mistake. Uh, and personal development teaches you that. So why are you hating on yourself and beating yourself up? Hyacinth, thank you for sharing this video. I really appreciate it. If you could all share it on your social media. Um, that's something I beat myself up about a lot. I don't really like asking for things at all. I help a lot of people. I know that. You know that. Um, but I don't like asking for help. Um, I see it. I've got better at it. And I'm sort of hoping that I'm leading the way on help talking about my therapy and, you know, my mistakes and challenges. I share them. Um... But, but I'm asking you to share this because I think this is a really important message. And when was the last time I had a, a coaching session with one of my mentees, which I have every day, by the way. When was the last time that someone called me up and said, hey, Rob, I'm good at this. I'm good at that. I did this well. I did that well. I'm, I'm really happy with myself. I'm really proud of myself. I've, I've come a long way. I can't believe how my life has changed. Good on me. I have never had that conversation. No one has ever off the bat at the start of the call said that. No one. I've had thousands of these calls. I'm not saying from time to time they've not been pleased. I'm not saying from time to time, you know, that they've, they've not um, shared some results. Of course, a lot of my clients get really good results, but they never give themselves credit for it. Hmm. Are you one for giving yourselves credit or are you one for beating yourself up? Uh, and I think if you want a balanced business, a balanced life, 
Um, I know that, that that can be a bit of a paradox, so I'll talk about that another time. But if you don't constantly want to see the downsides, the pain, the hating on yourself, um, those feelings of not good enough and empty and when will you ever get where you want to get to, what you do is you immediately give yourself a pat on the back when you beat yourself down. When you think of a weakness, you immediately imagine a strength. And you own those strengths. You, you know, it's not arrogance. I talked to John Martini about this, you know, one of my mentors. And I said that, you know, I do have sort of problems often talking about my results. And now I know some people will, oh, whatever, Rob just talks for a living. But it, it, when have you ever on a video ever heard me do a long intro about all of my results? You haven't. I go into these videos, I go straight into content. I don't say, you know, I've just finished my book opportunity and that's going to, that's probably going to sell hundreds of thousands of copies and be another bestseller. Or I, I just went around my 85,000 square foot development yesterday. It's going to be worth more than 20 million pounds once it's done. It's the biggest, going to be the biggest private rental um, block in Peterborough. I mean, th those two things just happened yesterday. And I don't freaking tell you and I don't talk about it because inside of me, there's this, mm, yeah, but someone's bigger. Oh, yeah, but someone's better. Someone's written a better book or a bigger book or sold more. or Someone's got a bigger property or whatever. Or my, my followers will think I'm bragging. Look, they'll just think I'm some gobshite, cocky. And, and Dr. John said to me, facts are facts. So you're not bragging when you share facts, are you? Things that you are good at. By the way, your, your followers want to know that. Your clients and fans and subscribers, they need to know what you're good at. Because if they don't know what you're good at, they're not going to follow you. They're going to follow someone else who says that they're good at that. Hmm. Anyway, uh, it turned into a bit of a rant again. Stop hating on yourself. Start loving yourself. But I'm, I'm not saying, by the way, you shouldn't be critical, sceptical. You should. I'm not saying that you shouldn't give yourself feedback. I'm not saying that you shouldn't want to drive and strive for progress and to improve. I'm not saying that. Um, but each time you do that, you must balance it with something that you um, do well um, and that you're good at. And uh, Ryan, thank you for the 200 stars. I'm getting some stars coming in. If you want to shout out for your business, your brand, your podcast, your website, your Facebook group, anything like that. Anna said she loves me. Love you too, Anna. Thank you. <laughs> so scary. Um, not, you're, you're not scary, Anna. You're lovely. But it's just scary when people say that. Uh, yeah, hit me up with 500 stars and you can have a shout for your business, your brand, your website, your podcast, your Facebook group, whatever it is. Um, my book, I'm Worth More, that'll really help you. If Are you, let me know in the comments, are you the sort of person that is a bit critical of yourself, that does hate on yourself, um, that is never really satisfied, that doesn't really honour your strengths and you don't ever really feel a sense of un unadulterated satisfaction because you can feel good in the moment can't you and, and you can by the way I'm getting more comments on my bloody beard than anything else <laughs> I told you at the start my first video in the lockdown this thing is growing until the lockdown finishes and then it's all coming off I'll be getting more comments about my 15 year old face when it all comes off uh, but if you are the sort of person that um, you just can never really give yourself enough time to enjoy what you've done and who you are and how far you've come. Look how far you've come. Look back on where you were a few years ago. Look back on your lowest point and how, where you are now. Instead of imagining where you should be, which is bigger and better and comparing that now. I think the biggest source of unhappiness and discontentment and self-loathing I think the biggest source of that is the, the the size of the gap between expectation and reality the bigger the gap between where you expect you should be and where you are the more pain there is if you flip it on its head and you go back to your lowest point in life and go look where I am now 
then you're going to have the biggest sense of satisfaction and gratitude and reward. So my book, I'm Worth More, is great if you beat yourself up, if you think you, your self-esteem isn't great, if you're always picking yourself to bits, if you can't love yourself, respect yourself, honour yourself, pick out your good traits, etc. Get that book, I'm Worth More. Anna's just said working with me has transformed where she was 18 months ago. That's great. Thank you. So get my book, I'm Worth More. This will be on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. It'll end up being a Rob's rant because it turned into a rant. Please share it on your social media. Let's help entrepreneurs love themselves a bit more. By the way, the better you feel about yourself, the better your um, the, the, the kindness and the gratitude and the service you're going to give to your clients. It's reflexive in that, in that sense. Um, and you'll be more balanced, therefore you'll stay more consistent, you'll be less volatile, so it'll cascade down and improve your life in many different ways. So please share on this live one thing about you that's great. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a risk and do it myself as well. It actually makes my stomach feel all butterfly and knotty to do it. Please share one thing that is great about you on this live. For me, I'm going to say my ability to come up with ideas, especially in difficult, challenging times. I seem to get a, um, a kick out of that. I really enjoyed what we created through the lockdown. Um, and actually, we've had some great successes. So my ability to create and come up with ideas and very quickly, I would say that's one strength that I have. I now want to tell you some weaknesses to balance it, but I've got to stop doing that. Thanks for tuning in. Love you all. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.